we're now going to have a chat with Gabby Foyce. Yep. So wine commentator, educator, ex-Somalia or still Somalia. Um, good morning to you, Gabby. Good morning, guys. How are you? Well, going well. well. How's, how's Sydney Town looking this morning, Gabs? Sydney is beautiful. We're having such nice weather lately. Next week it's going to be in the 30s. Wow. It's hot. Summer is here. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's been like uh, eight or nine degrees here. Uh, it's, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, the, the footy was... Stuck uh, in winter. Yeah. The, oh, it's crazy. We had a little warm patch and then it's gone really cool well, again. this week coming is going to be warm towards the end of the week. Yeah. I think 25s and things. Yeah, it's tough Tough for the grapevines. I guess they're going to have an early hunter sort of uh, bud burst. I don't know. We, oh, yeah, not good for the grapes. No. Sure. We've heard about sort of sap flow in the Yarra Valley, but no buds bursting yet. But it's um, it's that sort of stop-start thing that's not great for the for the sort of production. Yeah, we are getting some hot patches, and then it does go back to quite a lot of rain and cold. So it is a bit hot, cold, hot, cold. Vines don't love that. But I suppose when you live in Bondi North, right? Uh, yeah, Tamil. Oh, t- that's Tamil. right. Glamorama, yeah. that's right. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't heard that one. I haven't been here for long. Glamorama. So. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a lovely little beach, actually. Yeah, and we've actually got a new beach that's happened because there's, there's been so much sand that's been brought up in Mackenzie's Bay. So it's oh, right. created an, an entire new beach. It's great. <laughs> covered all hilarious. the rocks and sand. <laughs> <laughs> there you Boat go. Beach. He, you heard it first. So now they're going to build a surf club. And <laughs> 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 All yeah. Right. All right. Well, we, we got you on to chat all things um, Prosecco and things that are happening in terms of that. Um, why did you choose that as a particular thing you wanted to chat about today, Gabby? I'm in a rabbit hole of Prosecco, to be <laughs> honest, right now. I've been doing so much research. I also just think it's so unfair what the Italians are trying to do and kind of pull the wool over all our thinking it's just because Prosecco, you know, they found this region. There's no grapes, uh, Galera grapes even growing in Prosecco, uh, which is um, a small village uh, in Trieste, which is like near the border of Slovenia. And they're using that as the catalyst to say, no, well, we're going to protect the name Prosecco and Australia cannot label their wines Prosecco. And I'm just thinking it's very unfair for these poor Australian winemakers who have been you know, growing Prosecco as a brand in Australia, planting the grapes for decades, pouring millions of dollars into it, and for the Italians to say, no, you can't have it anymore. Mm. Well, um, I, I actually found this bit of research in an Italian wine book that was saying that the DOC of Prosecco was on the 7th of June in 1969, and it says Prosecco di Conigliano e Valdobbiata nel DOC is the white wine produced in the aforesaid Treviso Hills Using the Prosecco grape variety, mm, so that's yep. what that's what they say in 1969. Well, and and Fred Pizzini said when they bought the vines, they brought them into the country. They were called Prosecco vines. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it says here, for the purposes of greater clarity, the decree in 22nd of April 2011 established that the grape variety name Prosecco was to be replaced by the name Glera, which had been already registered with the national... So they're basically, they're, they're changing the name very late in the game, wouldn't you say? Too late, I think, considering all the hard work Australia has put into it. And um, I read that New Zealand has signed the European Union market agreement. So in about five years, Australian winemakers won't be able to export... Um, Prosecco labeled Prosecco to New Zealand. And that's one of their biggest markets. I think China's also signed that agreement. 
Um, and I think the next thing would be them saying that Australia probably can't even label their wines Prosecco in their own market. Um, so it's going to be really hard for all those producers who have, a, like, they've created a livelihood selling Prosecco. Oh, absolutely. No, and it's, um, look, I mean, we've still got cheddar cheese and we've still got Parmesan mm. cheese and that sort of stuff over here, right? So, I mean, I don't, I don't really understand what the big fuss is about for them to protect their region if we've got our own market. So what, what, is, their, what is their argument, Gabby? Do you know what, what, they're, what they're sort of saying? It's, it's to do with that, that, well, I think they've just made it up, to be honest, because they're saying it's, <laughs> they discovered this region, this tiny little village interest, and they're like, oh, that's called Prosecco. Oh, and there used to be wine made there back in the day, and we can just use that, piggy off that, and change the name to Glera, right. because if the, if the grape variety is named Glera, then we can then speak out to protect um, Prosecco as a GI, so then they've added that small Prosecco town into their GIs. There's no Glera planted there. Um, right. Because you can't really protect a grape variety. So in 2009, mm. they changed the grape variety's name, which is just bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. I think, you know, it's just all about greed and money at the end of the day. Europeans trying to protect their agricultural wealth. I can go on a ranch about this. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're going on it. Yeah, that's okay. But how did you How did you come down to, how did you fall into this rabbit hole would be my next question. Oh, God. Well, I'm always researching new topics to talk about um, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. And I've just come across this and I've been looking at just so many articles and papers uh, talking about the Prosecco, the for and against. Um, I don't know if you can tell I'm on Australia's side. <laughs> but but um, I just think it's really, because what's next? We're setting a precedent that you can just do that with other grapes and soon varieties like Sangiovese, Nebbiolo, Montepulciano. They're going to say, well, you can't use that name because there's this tiny town in Italy somewhere named Nebbiolo. And we're changing the grape varieties named from Nebbiolo to something else so we can use Nebbiolo as a protected term. Well, you mm. make a good point with Multipulciano because there is a town in Tuscany called mm. Multipulciano and there is a var variety called Multipulciano d'Abruzzo. So this could actually be – and how many – we've got 30 different Montes made in Australia um, at that Dan Murphy's. So, I mean, that mm. could actually be the next thing to go. Mm. Yeah. It's, uh, it, even in France, there's a town called Chardonnay. So what's yes. stopping the French in 20 years being like, oh, actually Chardonnay's grape um, name is actually not Chardonnay and you can only call your Chardonnay Chardonnay if it's from this Chardonnay region <laughs> within yeah. France. No. Like we're just opening up the floodgates and I don't think it's a good move. No, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Definitely. Do you drink a lot of Prosecco, Simon? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Yeah, I do like it. Do you like the do you like the sort of slightly sweeter stuff? or the No, I milk? don't at all. I, I actually, it annoys me when I... Happened upon the wrong bottle. Um, it's okay. the Australian drier style, is what. So you know the King Valley. Yeah, Del Zotto. Uh, yeah, really and, good wine. And when you go to um to the uh, you know Prosecco Festival, um, yep, that it, it's amazing. You know how the range of um, Prosecco is. You know with all the residual sugar levels, it's um yeah no it's. I mean they've got a job to do clearly, but no for what how I want to use it, I want it to be dry. Well, interestingly enough, I went to a Prosecco Conliano DOCG masterclass that Tyson Stelzer did a couple oh, yeah. of weeks ago, uh, and we tasted oh, probably 24 to 30-odd different wines from zero dosage all the way up to the sweet stuff. And, um, you know, the, if you're actually getting the DOCG Conliano stuff 
like fresh. It, there's a minerality about it that is mm. actually really amazing. Have you had any of that that sort of high end gear, Gabby? Oh, not for a few years, if I'm being honest. Not since my retail days, where all, where all the reps would come in and show it to us. Yeah. But the, yeah. Thing, the thing is, I think, like, because I've got my little Prosecco sort of book out here, and even here, if you're looking at the clonal selection, I mean, obviously the listeners can't see this. Simon can see it, though. There's, look at all these <laughs> different clones. Yeah. And they're still called Glera Lungo, Glera this, Glera that, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it's kind of like they're, they're almost kind of admitting it in a way, I think. I don't know. It's a pretty sneaky sort of a thing. Um, now, when is the next trade trade agreement sort of meeting in, in Europe? Because I know they had one, what, about a month ago and we didn't sign off on it. Oh, I'm not too sure, but I did uh, see that um, I think everyone had until April to put in their um, disagreement. But places like New Zealand and China have signed off. So they've already signed. It's a huge market. Yeah. Huge market. Like New Zealand was Australia's biggest export market for Prosecco. Uh, I actually wonder what they're going to relabel those bottles. What are they going to have to do in five years? What, what are they going to call them, the Prosecco? Well, that's that's the other thing, right? Because you did a little Instagram uh kind of post on this, right, and ask people what, what they should be called. Like, a, you know, how, how many different responses did you get? I did. Some I can't share online. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some people were very, uh, very upset. Okay. Uh, um, we have Osseco, but I think that's a bit – I don't even think the Italians would allow that. Osseco is great. I like it. Kangarocco. Well, I'm not sure about that one. Preco, <laughs> or like because Australians love to bastardize everything, you say Seco or Secchi. Okay, I'm, st- I'm still still thinking Oz, Oz Seco here. That's the still Oz my Seco favorite. Seco actually would be great, and I think that would also, you know, annoy the Italians a little bit. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> Oz Seco or Bro Seco. Bro Seco. Oh, well, that's your New Zealand version, right? <laughs> hey, hey Bro Seco. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. Well, I, I think, I mean, Dalzotto have been reasonably clever about this already. I'm not sure if they've mentioned it, but you know, if you look at a Dalzotto bottle, bottle, they they already already put Puccino on there, and apparently back in the day before it was called Prosecco, that particular variety was was kind of known colloquially colloquially around that region as Puccino, P-U-C-I-N-O, Puccino. Mm. So that could be something that, that they that they look at in terms of a historical thing too. Oh, yeah, but I'm sure being an Italian word, the Italians will come for that as well. They might, they yeah. might. Yeah. yeah. So what, what, are, yeah. what are some of, you, what are some of your favourite Prose- Australian Proseccos to drink at the moment, Gabby? Um, I really love the wines by Billy Button, so female winemaker Jo Marsh, um, yep. Alpine Valley. And she's growing heaps of different Italian varieties, like the list and range of Italian varieties she's um, playing with is crazy. Yeah. But uh, she uses um, the Prosecco grape variety to make a range of different sparkling. So there's like a zero dosage, um, like a more cloudy pet nap style, non-vintage, vintage. Uh, but the one I really like is just her kind of entry-level non-vintage. Um, it's about 25. I just think it's like really fresh. Got lots of melon, green apple, bit of fruit sweetness, but that's kind of counteracted with um, the refreshing acidity. Yeah, cool. So I really like her wine. Do you guys sell those at Dan's? Uh, we have a few Billy Buttons. We don't have the Proseccos. Uh, we've got a couple. Mm. So some of the some of the alternate varietals are in quite small quantities. So 
probably couldn't find yeah. stores. Yeah, they're in. Yeah, they're in a few. They're in sort of those those wine merchanty type stores. Mm. But um, oh, I, I, I haven't seen the prosecco pop up yet. Anything else apart from Billy Button that takes your fancy? Um, I love Matter, so Hamish Young, oh, Canberra yeah. producer. He's a, he's a guy. I love all his wines. He's yeah. great. Um, so he's Canberra, but he is sourcing fruit from another really good Prosecco producer, actually, uh, from the Freeman Village, yep. and that's in the Hilltops, so New South Wales, yep. so nice mm. and local. Um, and it's just got like lots of like kind of crunchy green apples. It's a bit more lean. Um, and zippy than that Billy Bunny style, put a lemon sherbet, but just great acidity. A bit more expensive, $29, but I love Matawine, so oh, I happily pay the price. I used, to, yeah. I used to buy his wine, because when I was living in Sweden, of course, you'd get really homesick, So, and, and, and that for me was Canberra as much as anything. So every time I went back to Canberra, Simon, I'd always buy some of Hamish's wine. So Hamish and a guy called Nick Spencer started yeah. uh, Eden, Eden Road. Eden Road, yeah. yeah. and won the Jimmy Watson. So, you know, back in 08 or 09 with their 08 Long Road. So Hamish That was early doors for them too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Nick's Nick's my age. He, well, I went yeah. to school with him, so um, he's, he's a cracker. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, he's a good fella. Uh, I've got one for you. So I was out um, heading out to Macedon last year with mum and dad and had a bit of a holiday. And there was a very little small, and I didn't want to do any wine stuff, you know. I wanted it to be just family time. Anyway, I couldn't help myself. It was a Monday afternoon, and I ended up going into this little joint called Red Hair. And I walk in, and they're like, Richo. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. Uh, they used to come into Medhurst and shop there, and of course, the beard precedes all. Uh, but their Red Hair Prosecco from Macedon, only tiny little make, about 35 bucks, is amongst the best. Prosecco's from Australia I've had. So red hair. Ooh. It's got a blue label. Yeah. Keep an eye out. I don't red know if you'd be able to buy it in Sydney, Gabby, but it's absolutely delicious. I'll definitely write that down. I haven't heard of this producer. No, red hair. Really small. They're the sort of um, sort of out Kyneton way, you know. The vineyard was planted in 05, um, mm. but they're only very they're only making, you know, hundreds of dozens of things, you know, really mm. small. But but kind of cool. All right, so we've got um, Billy Button, we've got Red Hair, we've got uh, Maida Wines. What else? Um, I mean, we have to mention Dalzotto because I, it would just be rude mm. not to mention mm. his Prosecco because seeing as he's the one who planted it first in Australia, that's yes. King Valley. Lots of good Proseccos in King Valley. And it's just a no-brainer. It's $20. I feel like it's always in stock. It's always available. It's always there. Um, and it's just a fun, easy-going little wine. Is that that's the one with the crown seal? Yeah, 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 yeah. with the crown seal and the, and the yellow label. And then from there as well, the Il Sofia, um, which is probably that next little step up um, from Pizzini, that's yeah. that's a nice bottle. Um, drink. But even their normal one. Well, I, I think what's great about the Dalzotto Prosecco, apart from the fact that it's nice, is that you can actually – it's the only can of wine I've ever had that's as good as it is out of the bottle. Yeah, right. So the, can, oh. yeah, the cans of Dalzotto Prosecco often one of my knockoffs <clears throat> after finishing work rather than having a beer or mm. something else, just a can mm. of Prosecco. And it tastes the same to me. That's good. Oh, that would actually be a cool little experiment to try the bottle next to the cans. Mm. I didn't know they can, their Prosecco. Yeah, they do. I mean, uh, Brown Brothers can the Prosecco as well. Yeah, Pizzini again. Yeah, Pizzini, yeah. do they? I haven't yeah. had the cans Ooh. of it. Mm. Well, that could, be, that could be the next segment, Gabby. We could do canned, <laughs> canned wine versus bottled wine. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. Kind of same producer, <laughs> same as the same. I've had cans of Pinot Noir. That wasn't very good, but, um, you know. <laughs> do, do you find they sell well and store the cans? Do people 
moving more towards it? I think it's they sell very well around festival time. So when you've mm-hmm. got Splendour on the Grass or something big like that, you know, yeah. then obviously you can't take glass in. Uh, I, I reckon... You know, we're we're moving towards a much younger demographic of people drinking. I've mentioned it on the show several times, but by 2026, Australia's population base will be much more indexing towards that 18 to 25. It'll be 50% of our population over 18. So whatever we have to do to get those guys, you know, within reason and, and being legal, but get them interested in wine, whether it's cans or, you know, weird weird stuff or whatever. Otherwise, we're all going to be out of a job. So yeah. It's a bit of a worry. Yeah, we've got to get them drinking, don't we? Well, we we've got to get them interested <laughs> in it. Prosecco is a good, good way to start. I think uh, so. Because, the, you know, the palate is a little, um, you know, young and, and immature, right? So mm. it's sort of easy. You don't have to think about it too much. Um, you know, certainly the, that Aussie style of, of Prosecco. Um, Del Zotto, you mentioned, Gabby, um, they do, I think they've got about four, at least four different styles of, of Prosecco. Oh, that's interesting. I've only ever tried the, just the cheap $20 one, which has mm. been great. Have you tried their other? Yeah, I have. Some of them get really quite um, serious, actually. Um, oh, yeah. So if you go there to the cellar door, they'll run you through all of them. Um, not sure how how some of the um, the top stuff kind of is distributed. You know, it's probably smaller bottles. Well, we've, we've got the Colfondo. So as a style, mm-hmm. I think Colfondo is really interesting because it's, you know, it's basically undisgorged. Uh, mm. And and it has the cloudiness and and colfondo in Italian means from the bottom. So it's sort of like traditionally, the the winemakers would let the let the tank settle, and all the lees, and, yeah, yeah, and then they'd sort of keep all the lees and keep the dirtiness. But then it's they're bottle fermented too, so you get more texture from them rather Ooh. than being a secondary ferment. So colfondo, I think, is the the sort of style. But you know what what I was really taken by with with Tyson's masterclass was the breadth of high quality gear. That you can actually get out of there. Like it's not Francia Corta, but in Australia, I think we tend to, apart from the real Sofio that you mentioned before from Pazzini, a few others, a red hair. I think producers see it as more of a cash cow at the moment. But now with that kind of, maybe with that carrot being taken away by the Italians, our production methodology will change somewhat, and we will produce more high quality ones. That's just me mm. ranting. I'm not sure, um, but I've always been a fan of the. I love that last year during summer. De Bortoli brought out their beach series Prosecco. Do you remember that? And so, no, had, so they just just had the regular blue kind of label, yeah. but it had Bondi or it had whatever okay. you know all the different beaches oh, yeah. on it. So people, that's sort of a Coca Cola style of marketing, I reckon, where they they have place names or I, I see Forex doing it now with postcodes and yeah, that's know. around the state of origin and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think it you know because it sort of maybe it's a bit it puts a few people off, but I really like that sort of marketing. Yeah, that, I'll have to have a look at these bottles. That, oh, that, um, cool. that blue label Debort's um, Prosecco, it's it's such it's twelve bucks. Yeah, and it is such <laughs> it's a good wine. a good standby. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's simple, yum, and fun. Right? It's yeah. just, I mean, you know, you get back to your kids. Yeah. You know, the eighteen to twenty fives. That's the go-to. It yeah. has to be. Like, That's right. And then so if you're not using it for Aperol spritz, which of course a lot of people do, yeah. it's still actually not a bad wine. And the other thing is I think people forget, like if I was living, if I had a little bottle shop in a country town or like on the coast somewhere and there was like a little seafood restaurant down the road or something, I'd be I'd be stocking it up with De Bordelie Prosecco mm. as a BYO option mm. or, or even having a list because it's such a great beachy kind of feel to it, you know. Yeah. I guess the only danger with that is that people 
don't take it as seriously, don't drink it during winter. So you're sort of almost marketing yourself out of the, the whole six months of the year. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah you got to be careful with that sort of thing. Like living in Europe, of course, you can't sell rosé when it's not over 20 degrees. No one's <laughs> going to buy it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think maybe Prosecco could, could do with a little more of that. Speaking of which, we need to do something on rosé, I reckon, given we're coming into rosé season. Rosé season, yeah, yeah. Um, and like in Sydney, we're in rosé season. Yeah, great. I love the term, and it's you know it's not that rude, but um, uh, bitch diesel. Oh, come on. <laughs> I haven't heard that. That's great. <laughs> you can just imagine then bottles and bottles of it, and all of a sudden things get nasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Simon. <laughs> so, um, I'm glad I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Let's move on. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> back I, to Prosecco. Back to Prosecco, yeah. Uh, are, are there any other little sneaky ones we've missed, Gabby? Uh, I really like Ashutinkala's lines. It's one of the hunter, and he does a Prosecco. Oh, um, right. it's, it's a little bit more serious. It's got, like, those beautiful fruit aromas, apples, pears, Great city. It's a bit more expensive as well. It's about thirty-eight dollars. Um, but he's just such a great guy. Oh yeah. And I kind of support anything he does. I think he's a great winemaker. Um, he's like third generation from the hunter. That's right. So his family have been there making wines for for decades now. Yeah, Simon still put me onto Usher Tinkler's wines. But where's he sourcing the fruit from for that? Is he growing it in the hunter? Oh, I'm not hundred percent sure to be honest. Prosecco. It is a good question because I wouldn't, wouldn't think that the, they would have the climate to to grow. Maybe it's sourcing it from like hilltop. Yeah, yeah. It's be. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Tumbarumba. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, oh, he he he's interesting as you say because he's third generation and you know he it's a very the Tinkler family have been in the Hunter Valley and been very traditional sort of wines, but he's kind of doing quite different things, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's got like a few different skin contact wines. I even think during um, the bushfires, he made some smoke affected wines. Right. Um, he just bottled them and kind of put on the bottle, please consume within this year, because apparently with those um, smoke tainted wines, they do get worse. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Gutsy. Comes out, yeah. Well, yeah, good. Um, I, mean, I mean, there were a lot, of, a lot of people not knowing what to do and a lot of research that went on during that period of how do we actually do something. So mm. I guess the cash flow issue is a pretty massive one. Yeah, and the the sad thing is for the um the like the grape growers and that's all you know who don't have a winery. Yeah, you know, they that's their whole year. Yeah, built up to yeah. that point, and and all of that cost, and then they get zero from it. Yeah, right. Right. So Usher Tinkler makes a good prosecco as well, and we've we're just going to have to wrap things up in a in a minute or two. We've uh, got any other little hidden gems for us or? <coughs> No, I think that's so. They're my top. That's they're it. Top cool. So yeah, yeah. we had uh, Billy Button, we had Maida Wines, and we had uh, Usher Tinkler, and of course Del yeah. Zotto. I mentioned Red Hair, so they're the top five for today. Uh, if anyone wants to text in um, and let us know uh, any any ideas for names, we we've got Osseco <laughs> at the moment winning the poll. <laughs> yeah, Osseco. I love that. I th- I think that actually uh, we should you should text uh, the the Michael Pizzini, the Pizzinis and the Dalzottos Simon and see what yes they, I'll do that, that. <laughs> see what they say about that um, yeah so anyone who wants to text in a question or as you say a name suggestion zero four five six ninety six five ninety six five so Gabby tell us uh, how people can find you online uh, on Instagram 
Um, so the name is Wine with Gabby. Gabby has one B. That's a bit confusing. But yeah, just through Instagram, Wine with Gabby. It's also a podcast, Wine with Gabby. Everything is Wine with Gabby. Same, okay. same. Make nice and easy for everyone. Happy days. Perfect. Well, enjoy your new beach down there. That sounds yeah. like fun. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll catch up. We'll catch up again with you soon. All right. Have a good day, guys. Great. Bye. Thanks, Gabby. Cheers. See you. Thanks.